Beyond Synth 351 It's the Marco and Andy Power Hour. With Andy Last. Well, you know I love Goldeneye. And Marco Marek. I'm from fucking Australia. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You gotta say hello first. Who, me? Yeah, you, man, because like, your name's on the tin first. Why do I have to say hello? Hey, hey, guys, how you doing? Welcome to Beyond Synth, <laughs> the best chat show no, there is. No, is he just says, welcome to the power hour. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. And then welcome... All right. <laughs> hey, everyone, welcome to the power hour. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Jesus. We're still... <laughs> Give me too much responsibility, man. We're still trying to figure things out here on this uh, exciting new season of Beyond Synth, where uh, where everything goes. We got all these new shows. I just thought it would be fun, because since it's called the Marco and Andy Power Hour, that you should be the first person to talk. That was my oh. thinking. Power Hour! There you go. <laughs> Anyways, so the point is, Marco and I are here, and we, uh, we like to play cool music, and that's what we're going to be doing and having a chat. And today, we are joined... By an awesome Beyond Synth patron. That's right, because we're still doing that, because it's a fun thing to do. Hell yeah. There's all these awesome people out there who support the show and are cool people. And if you're uh, one of the the higher tier donors, you get to come on and uh, join Marco and I for a show. So today, we are chatting with... Kyle, a.k.a. Whalen Kasky Geospatial. Hello, Kyle. Hi, Andy. Hi, Marco. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about y'all? Good. Welcome to the show, buddy. I like when people call me y'all. That's fun. I think it's referring to me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not cool enough to be y'all. Nah. That's, that's Marco. So, tell us a bit about Kyle. What do people need to know? Well, uh, Kyle is a regular data guy. I work on regional planning for the Dallas-Fort Worth area, working uh, out of my home office. I do stuff with imagery, and also I serve in the Texas Army National Guard as a warrant officer. I've been listening to y'all's program when I was getting ready to be a warrant officer, and so that was very helpful on those long ruck marches listening to y'all's banter that got me through it. That's right. Remember that? Remember Marco when we were talking about ruck marches? Yeah, I do remember that, yes. Yeah, every time I look at my rucksack, I think of the whole scrotum thing that you mentioned, Marco. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Good memory. That's right, because uh, you've written in some letters that I've read in the past. But it's always fun to put a voice to the person, because I'm reading these things, and I'm seeing whale and casky geospatial, and I'm always trying to... We should talk about that, too. I want to figure all these things out. Absolutely. But first... We got to listen to some music, so I got a track here. I'll play mine first, all right? I thought my name was first. How come you go first? Well, because... because I know. It's all right. Just go ahead. <laughs> hey, man, don't fuck with the playlist. It's already established. <laughs> but look, the point is this. All right, I got a cool track here from Dream Kid, and we're going to listen to that right now. This is Fatal Attraction by Dream Kid.
was Dream Kid with the track Fatal Attraction. And uh, this is the Marco and Andy Power Hour with special guest, awesome patron Kyle, a.k.a. Whale and Kasky Geospatial. But before we keep talking, I have uh, four things to say. So here goes. I'm going to do it real fast. Number one, Binkley has upgraded his support. That's right. Binkley's a cool guy. He's now in the $10 club. Thank you very much, Binkley. You are cool, and uh, I appreciate your support. Number two, we have a new patron in the $5 club. It is Starjacker42. That's right. And the E in Jacker is a three. So it's like Starjack3R42, so your name looks like a password. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for supporting the show, Starjacker. You're cool. And uh, everyone who supports Beyond Synth at Patreon.com is cool. Number three. I received a kind gift from Artificial. Artificial sent in a bonus donation to the show, and uh, I appreciate it. Artificial's a cool guy. We ended up playing some uh, Perfect Dark online the other day. It was uh, Artificial, and a, a star apart was there, and it worked okay, so I'm hoping to do uh, more of that, uh, playing some online Perfect Dark with people, because for those of you who don't know, they put Goldeneye out on the Xbox, and the Switch and the Xbox version does not have online, but you can play Perfect Dark, because Perfect Dark has Goldeneye maps and Goldeneye guns, and it is Goldeneye. So that's something. And finally, number four, we have a birthday. It's time for Beyond Synth Birthdays. Now that's a game changer. That's right. I forgot to mention this birthday in the last episode because I am disorganized, but a very happy birthday to Edward Knights, a.k.a. The Naked Flame. Go check out the music of The Naked Flame at thenakedflame.bandcamp.com. Happy belated birthday to you. That was January 29th, the same day as Mike Bailey. I have a lot of patrons who have, like, birthdays on the same day. It's interesting. Anyways, the point is this. Happy birthday to the thenakedflame.bandcamp.com, Mr. Edward Knights, and I hope you had a lovely birthday. Okay. Happy birthday. Okay, I'm going to play a jingle because I'm finished my four points. All right, and now, Kyle, it's back to you. So what what goes down in the Dallas-Fort Worth area? Lots of traffic. Lots of traffic and lots of growth. It's one of the fastest growing areas of Texas. Pretty much every big city in Texas is growing fast because we're getting a lot of people moving in from other states. Mm. But uh, what I do is um, I've got a small little place out in the country just about an hour south of there and just finally moved into it over the summer. Took a couple of years to get the house built and so I enjoy having my own space and taming the frontier because there's weeds and grass everywhere. Uh, it's muddy. So just kind of like, here's your house, have fun with it. I'm like, <laughs> but the driveway, it's kind of floods when it rains. I'm like, nope, figure it out. Did you did you figure it out? Uh, not yet. I still got to do like some work on it. It's a ongoing project. I split my time between Dallas, Fort Worth, and Austin. I mostly live down in the Austin area of my fiance, and uh, go up to DFW for military and my civilian work uh, when I actually had to be in office. Well, you sound like a very busy guy. Yeah, I sound kind of important. I sound like something like out of the TV show Dallas, you know, send Bobby on down to Austin to go deal with those senators. You know, that's kind of how I feel, you know, going up and down I-35. Well, I'll tell you what's perfect uh, for driving down the I-35 is just uh, (laughs) cranking those sweet tunes as you drive along. And speaking of which, Marco's going to play one now. (laughs) 
<laughs> you have the best segues, I swear. <laughs> yeah, I got a new track here from Gerend. It's a really good vocal track. It just came out. It's called No More Light, and it features Ian J.
All right, and that was No More Light by Jerrand, featuring, who is it, Ian J? Ian J, that's right, with a J. Why doesn't it say that on the fucking, uh, hold on. It does say that. Well, yeah, well, I bought the damn song, but it doesn't say it in the uh, the MP3. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that, all right? Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> all right, featuring Ian J, and I'm back. Uh, we're back, I should say, because it's the Marco and Andy Power Hour. I'm here with Marco, and today Marco and I are joined by Kyle, all the way from somewhere in between Dallas, Fort Worth, and Austin. He's got a muddy driveway. My driveway's muddy, too. There you My go. My driveway's muddy, too. Good luck with that. I still haven't figured it out, so good luck with that shit. Yeah, I don't have as much vegetation as yours, because, you know, I, I don't think I could go out in my front lawn like you did in just your underwear. You couldn't? Why? Because you get burnt? Well, burnt for sure, absolutely. <laughs> but no, just it's just flat open space you can see for miles around. So, look, I, all I can say is be yourself. If you want to do it, do it. Don't worry about what other people think. All right. If you want to get out there in your jocks, yeah. if you want to get there in your jocks, just do it. <laughs> Marco has no shame. I bet it doesn't snow there too much, though. If we're lucky, we get snow once a year. Really, we don't want snow here in Texas. Not after the snowmageddon of. 2021. Oh yeah, that's right. That was not fun because I was up in up by the Red River when that happened, and we lost power at my parents' house, and you know all of our pumps froze. We had no water, and the best part is I'd watch John Carpenter's The Thing <laughs> the day before all that had happened. So <laughs> classic. What is? <laughs> <laughs> Good movie. What is the main weather thing? You know, where I live, you know, we get cold winters, and that's what everyone associates, you know, Canada with. Like, it gets real cold. But, you know, I don't really live in a tornado area or, you know, like a flood zone or whatever. It always feels like every place has a thing. Our big issue is, as we transition from winter into spring, and especially spring into summer, is heavy thunderstorms that can spin up tornadoes. Typically around April to May, because we get the cool air from the Rocky Mountains, and that's dry, and then we get all the warm, moist air from the Gulf of Mexico, and those hit, and it's just a nightmare just having to deal with the heavy rains, or the worst is if there's tornadoes that pop up. Even though Texas isn't the main focus of Tornado Alley, that's been slowly shifting east, just about a mile north of my property in uh, 21, there was a straight line wind, which is kind of like a tornado, but there isn't a big funnel, but it took out part of some houses, and to this day, you'll still see houses with tarps on it, or there was this one trailer area that was just completely torn up, and it's like, poof, I don't want it that near my house. So what you gotta do, you gotta get real thick windows, or what? Uh, good insurance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, when I was trying to get my house built, I was wanting to have it built out of concrete. These concrete forms like gigantic cinder blocks, but you, they're foam blocks, and then they pour cement in between. I was like, hey, that's cool. But because of COVID and all the stuff, the builder's like, oh, how small your house is, we'll just do it out of wood. Well, then COVID really hit with the supply chain. Oh, hey, lumber now costs more. I was like, well, could I have just stuck with that concrete? Would that have been cheaper than the lumber? This sounds like a wacky retelling of the Three Little Pigs story, man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, we'll talk more about this in a second because we got to listen to some more music. So I got a track here from uh, Ewan Ellis from the album Constellation. Was this an album or is this just like a little short EP? I can't remember. Anyways, the point is that this song is cool. It's called Another Place by Ewan Ellis.
All right, and that was you and Ellis with the track Another Place. And uh, go check that out, man. I really dig that guy's sound. He makes uh, cool music. And uh, I'm back with uh, Marco on this uh, Power Hour. We're here with Kyle. We're talking about uh, the three little pigs. He's got a house out of wood. He wants it out of bricks. Some sort of wall of wind or something that's going to tear it down. So that's the wolf in this metaphor. And uh, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> that's my New Year's wish for you. That's great. <laughs> I'm always uh, keep an eye on my property because, like I said, I split my time between my property near Dallas and I live down here in Austin. And right around the Christmas time, we had a real deep cold. It, it was just enough that it tripped the power out in that area. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, I don't have connectivity to my house. It's really cold. And I had to shut off the water. So I was afraid it was going to, the house was going to drop below a certain temperature. But fortunately, uh, the power turned back on. But, you know, it's just all the fun of trying to keep an eye on a place remotely. Right, right. And uh, I'll be that a little bit more this year as I head overseas once again. Yeah, so we got to talk about that too because you're, uh, you also uh, are a, in the, the National Guard. Is that correct? Yes, Andy, I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> Your research assistant has done a really good job on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. His, his name's Randy Fast. No, 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 be me. I'm the assistant. <laughs> Sorry. It was Marco. It was all Marco. Not boasting or anything. <laughs> no boasting, all right. Wait, so then you, uh, well, you got to, like, set up a little robot in your little house to fucking watch over it while you're gone? What's your fiance doing? Can't she watch the house or is she living at a different place? Houch. I just call it a houch. <laughs> so we're all clear. Houch. No, she lives here in Austin and she is a deputy for the county, so she does doesn't really have the ability to go very far because of, you know, her job requirements. So she's been working for the county for a long period of time. So moving isn't really an option for her until she retires. So so wait, like a deputy, like a deputy sheriff? That's correct. Cool. All she's right. a county sheriff. So she's is a better shot than I am when it comes to handguns. So yeah, you better look out, Andy, if you're going to talk any trash, mate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's always the thing I'm worried about is like, I want to make fun of this guy so much, but I don't want his wife to shoot me. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's where at least she can tase you. Right. I don't want to get tased either, man. No, oh, that's even worse than getting shot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, we're going to keep talking, okay? But we got to go to a break. So uh, we're going to do that, and we'll be uh, right back. Give me $2 million in unmarked bills if you ever want to see your family again. Just put the bag in the garbage can on the corner of Conway and Winter and walk away. If you bring cops, everybody dies. Hi, I'm a crazy criminal. You can call me... Daniel Williams. No, that sounds fake. You can call me... Andrew Bennett. Yeah, that's right. I'm sure you're wondering, why should you give me your money? Well, if you missed the first part... I have your family. They're fine right now, but they're depending on you. So remember, the corner of Conway and Winter at 3 p.m. sharp. Oh, and come alone. I got guys watching the skies. So don't forget. Two million dollars in unmarked bills. Everybody dies. Good evening. This is God. Beyond Synth Radio is listener-supported by great people like your friendly neighborhood raccoon, Petey, Cargo Cult Luau, Joshua Winter, Zach, and Gene Creamer Private Eye. 
Thank you. All right, and we're back with the Marco and Andy Power Hour. We're learning all these exciting things today about Kyle, who is an awesome Beyonce patron who is uh, joining us today. Hey, Marco, do you have any, like, updates from the last time I talked to you? Oh, yeah, lots of shit happened. I picked up my rental car because my car's fucked, <laughs> but they gave me a free upgrade, so I've got, like, a Camry, which is actually a pretty nice car. I like it. That's about it. I picked up the car, did a bit of driving, and I had some Chinese buffet. That's it. Ooh, what'd you have at the buffet? fucking everything <laughs> they got that hibashi shit which I really like you ever had that where they got the grill and you like you pick out the food and what sauce you want and they cook it for you right in front of you on the hot grill it's really good I love that shit I've never been to a buffet that classy usually the ones I go to is just the thing with the sneeze guard and the little metal trays that are heated oh we don't even have a sneeze guard <laughs> please we'll be on that now they removed them but uh no, it's just basic Chinese. It's not expensive. It's just basic stuff. I don't know. It's just convenient, you know? Like, you don't have to pick anything. You can have a bit of everything. I love that shit. How much do they charge for the buffets up there? Because, like, down in, even in the middle of Missouri, it always felt like I'd have to eat a whole bunch of it to get my money's worth out of the buffet. Honestly, it's pretty cheap. The one I go to is ridiculously cheap. So, the price has gone up in the last two or three years. I mean, obviously, with inflation and everything. We just paid $28 for the dinner buffet. So, $14 each. It's actually cheaper if you go during the lunch period. I think it's like $10 each or something. So it's pretty cheap. Okay, so that's pretty similar to what I've seen down here in Texas and in Missouri. Yeah. So Marco gets his money's worth. I do. I got so full. I actually had to come home and sleep. I didn't know if I'd wake up for this. I only got <laughs> up at the last minute. Well, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm here too. It would have been a really weird Marco and Andy power hour. With a <laughs> Marco. Thanks. I don't feel very powerful, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. I had a Chinese, like in my small town, we had a Chinese food place that was here my whole life, and they just closed, like, Aww. last year, and it's so weird, because, like, it was just such a staple of my entire life, was this place that's downtown. It sucks. But um, right now, there's a temporary Caribbean place that does, like, jerk chicken and stuff, nice. and it's really good, but they only fucking operate, like, three days a week. They just have, like, this weird schedule. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, we had a restaurant up here like that. It's, like, three days a week. What the fuck is that? Because I would eat there more often because like in a small town you don't really have many options and for there to be a place like that that pops up in my town it's like it's very exotic I uh I like the jerk chicken and it's a nice big serving you know when I bring it home pour it out on the plate <laughs> makes me feel real excited nice and that's my story about jerk chicken I just like buffet that's what I love about America there's so many buffet places I mean in Australia they, they don't have no fucking buffet Chinese when I came out I was like you got buffet Chinese it's like fucking let's go <laughs> sweet <laughs> we go there like every two weeks just about have you been to Golden Corral I have I honestly I, I'll be honest like for what it's pretty cheap and you know you can't expect too much for that price and most of the menu is pretty average but the steaks that they cook for you that is worth going for oh my god the second time i went i was like i just got steak and nothing else i think i got like a chip or two but man it's good those steaks well you know what else is good is good music so why don't you play me some i will oh, i will i've uh, got a cool little like uh, metal chip tune track here that i've been digging lately from a tribute compilation by generation delphine i don't really know i think it's by generation delphine uh the artist is from hails from paris france and it is off the album called Time Travelers, a tribute to Future Wars. Not that I know much about it, but I believe it's a tribute to a, a video game soundtrack. Anyway, the track I want to play is called, I think it's pronounced Midi Media Evil. Media Eval. I think that's just pronounced Medieval. 
right? You think so? Why is it spelled like that then? Is it media evil? Is that part of the story to the game or something? No, you know like how s- sometimes people spell demon, but they spell it Damon, but it's still pronounced demon. Meant Damon. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I'll do it again. Just say medieval. All right. All right. And the track is called Medieval 1304.
All right, and that was Generation Delphine with Medieval 1304 from the album Time Travelers, a tribute to future wars. I'm trying to figure out, because I was trying to read the description, but it was all in French. That's why I travel, yeah. Because maybe it's actually, this is a Generation Delphine that... I don't know if these are covers or if it's just, like, inspired by... Well, I tried Googling. I did a little bit of research, and I tried Googling some of the title tracks, and I can't I can't find any information on it whatsoever. So it, it is a possibility, but nothing's coming up. But what do I know, right? I mean, it, it could be. Maybe I'll, I'll message uh, Generation Delphine, and I'll, uh, I'll get them to explain this to me. Because, yes, I was I was looking it up, but I'm just like, I'm not sure what this is, But because it, it did have a video game vibe to it, eh? Like, it's a cool song. Yeah, it is. It is. Is. Um, yeah, there's been a few tracks I've heard like that over the years where they kind of combine the metal with the chip tune, and uh, it really works well. I also love the artwork featured on it. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely like it's a fucking cool thing. Um, what the hell was I gonna say, Kyle? Yes, Andy. How's it going? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on here, I got a cough. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus, Andy. I know, I know, I know. I'm still sick. Fuck me. Oh, my God. I am slowly getting better, but I tend to start coughing right as I go to bed, and I'm told that's because I got to, like, prop my head up or something. I don't know. Uh, My wife tells me all that all the time. I'm not propping my head. I I can't sleep like that. I just love that this is an awesome thing for a fight. Like, I'm not propping my head. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, it's like, I don't care if you can't sleep because I'm making so much noise. That's not my problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. I'm getting that point where when I start to laugh, I feel like all these coughs are coming. <laughs> Kyle, before we started recording, you were talking about how you drink cold brew coffee, which I found disturbing. But then Marco got mad at me because he said that uh, uh, that's what they do in Australia as well. And like I'm like the outlier. Yeah. I think it's a common thing down here in the warmer parts of America. Yep. I was over at a grocery store and they had this contraption. It was like something out of Back to the Future. And they had cold water above and then in the middle they had coffee and they had a little spiral tube. And it take eight hours or at least that's what they said for the water to go through all the setup, go through the coffee and then go down into the container. And it's much more concentrated. But for my setup at home, I just have this big mason jar. It's got a mesh and I put in about a cup of ground coffee in there, coarsely ground, pour half a gallon of water over it, let it sit in the fridge overnight, pull it out in the morning, take out the grounds, throw those away and uh, add more water and boom. So you don't have some fucking weird like coffee Rube Goldberg machine? Not yet. That sounds like fun. I, I think it'd be cool to put something like that, but there's that cost uh, diminishing return or something like that. And, you know, at some point, I don't want to be that guy that's only known for the coffee. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I tell you what, I like being the guy who's known for playing cool music. <laughs> so I'm going to play a track now from Second Skin. These guys make cool music, kind of new wave kind of vibes, and uh, it's good stuff, and I dig it. This is Far Away by Second Skin.
right, and that was Second Skin with the track Far Away. And we are having a little Marco and Andy power hour, but of course we're joined today by Kyle Wayland Kasky Geospatial, who is an awesome Patreon supporter. And if you want to be like Kyle and support the show, you too can come on and chat, and I can ask you dumb questions like, I heard you drink cold brew coffee, and, uh, and other such amazing interview techniques. Why'd you call your Patreon name Waylon Kasky Geospatial? So I'd gotten back from Europe during the middle of the pandemic. I was listening to your program. I was like, hey, I better get on Patreon. And I didn't want to use my full name. And I dealt with mapping. That's been my specialty, both in my civilian and army career is mapping stuff. And I was like, hey, I like Wayland Core. Wayland Jutani. And I was like, well, hey, let's imagine if they were sites building better worlds. They actually had a subsidiary that was out there mapping those worlds. And I was like, hey, let's put my name in there. And don't know if y'all have ever heard the book slash TV series, The Expanse. Oh, yeah, I have. Yes. I watched season. How far did I get in the show? It's funny. I just stopped watching it, but I was really enjoying it. I got to season two. Yeah, me too. I got like most of the way through the first season. Most of the first season I think I watched. I think that's where I dropped off. I read most of the book series. One of the last books. They were out on a distant planet, system whatever, and they were having a science team out there, and one of the guys that was doing some of the mapping had my last name. I was like, huh, it's good to know that the Kasky family name continued on well into the future of Earth. So I put all that together and came up with Wayland Kasky Geospatial. Are you some kind of science fiction nerd? No, no, I'm not a, I'm not a science fiction. I, I don't like that stuff. I prefer uh, romance and drama. <laughs> That's a lie. You're <laughs> lying to me. The best romance movie is The Terminator. I mean, he comes oh, across dude, time yes. first. Sir. Yes, dude. That is an ultimate romance movie. He's right. <laughs> yes. My wife thinks the same thing. Uh, so I said to my wife, I go, you like romance movies? She goes, ah... Uh is Terminator's a romance movie, right? And I'm like, fucking damn straight it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love sci-fi. I should probably do some more reading. I feel like uh, my brain has gone soft because I don't really read. I mean, I read video game news, but... Video game news? Yeah. <laughs> Does that you count? Read video game news? <laughs> oh, that's funny. I have to read a lot... When I do these military exercises uh, in November, I was at one in a secured facility, so we didn't have our cell phones, and there's no internet, and there's times when whatever the little exercise that's going on, you're not doing anything. And so I went through four paperback books. I, I was just going through books, and it was just my way of escaping from what I was going through at that time. And they don't have batteries, so I can always take them into a secured facility. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what else people use to escape is uh, listening to cool music. And uh, I think Marco's got something to play. I do. Uh, CJ Burnett is back with a new album called Heat in the Streets. Some great synthwave outrun action featuring amazing artwork by Jared Hageman. And the album is available at cjburnett.bandcamp.com. Um, I guess my favorite track off it, I've got a couple of favorites, but the one I'm going to play is Empty Highway.
right, and that was Empty Highway by C.J. Burnett from the album Heat in the Streets. And we're back. Having a little Marco and Andy power hour. We're joined by patron Kyle, a.k.a. Waylon Kasky Geospatial, just says he loves books because they don't have batteries. And uh, his uh, fiance is a deputy, and she kicks his ass every night. That's what we established today. Is that true? <laughs> Absolutely. When it comes to the pistol range, she does. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Then, like, how did you guys meet exactly? Like, because you both sort of have these. I like. I, I sort of associate sort of uh, law enforcement and military stuff as kind of the same sort of family of jobs. Yeah, it, we met online, like everybody else seems to do these days, and we're on opposite ends of the state of Texas. And I was drilling down in the Austin area. Drilling is I was serving up a guard unit down in the Austin area. I was attached to an aviation unit after I got back from Germany and matched with her and she's like, oh, where do you live at? And I'm like, uh, I live up here by the Red River. And she was like, oh. And so we ended up meeting halfway and you know, it was uh, a pretty good date, but it was a little rocky because you know, of the distance. And then, um, you know, got another date and things went from there. And here we are almost two years this month. And we're going to get married this April. Nice. Well, that's a cute story. I like that. I've never done online dating. I don't wish it on anybody. It's not easy. There was all sorts of oddities I'd found uh, when I got into online dating. Oddities. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, there there were some some odd stuff out there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're a very diplomatic guy. I like that. Yeah, you are. You are. I don't know who's going to listen, and I don't want to get canceled, so. (laughs) But, like, were you specifically, like, was that one of your things you were interested in? Like, I'd like to find another lady in the service or something, or was that just, like, a coincidence? She did have something down on her profile that said law enforcement supporter because up in North Texas uh, there's a big university up there and it's extremely left up there and you'll get a lot of uh, not making this up there I remember this one girl's profile said I don't want any uh, military law enforcement no bootlickers and I'm like (laughs) once I've ever licked a pair of boots in the military but, uh, you know, they had these things, all cops are bad, a cab, you know, those would be like oh the key God. phrases people would have on there. And I'm messaging my coworker and I said, yeah, man, I'm hoping to find a girl that's uh, into guns and, uh, <laughs> you know, is in fitness and, and all that. And then, boom, I met Pam and she's uh, the deputy. And, and I was like, okay, so, <laughs> you know, it just kind of worked out. Yeah, she probably went through the same thing as you did, like these anti-police and all that. She's like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then she finally met you. I don't think men have the same kind of standards. Like, even if you have, like, strong ideologies in a certain way, I feel like if there's, like, a a lady who's attractive, you'll, like, forego all of that stuff. What her stories have been was guys would say one thing and, like, oh, yeah, I don't want to have kids. Or, oh, I don't have a family. And then, boom, some kind, you know, pops up. Oh, well, uh, don't worry about my... uh, soon to be xy some kind of weird thing like that that would pop up and i just mean like i mean obviously the people are a bunch of liars but i mean i like i just picture like if there was some dude on there going like oh like fucking uh, all cops are bastards or whatever and then like some lady shows up who's like hot and happens to be like in law enforcement or something like i don't think they would turn it down no he's kind of right i know where you're going with it what i'm trying to say is that men are horny all right and they'll do anything for some tail that's what i've been saying on this show for years now i know where you're going with that it's true it's like with a guy it's like it's always like, oh, what does he do for a living? 
you know, even if he's hot or good looking, you know, they still ask, what does he do? With a girl, it's like, ah, you know, is she hot? Yeah. Because what she do for a living? Ah, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. It's like... <laughs> yeah. That's the reason, like, you see guys in the military dating, you know, army soldiers, and you'll see some of our standards are pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we got to go to a break. Ready? When we come back, we'll have more Marco and Andy Power Hour, right? So let's go to a break, and we'll be right back. Now that's smart. Did you know the first movie theaters opened like 120 years ago? And you know what the oldest rule of going to the movies is? Don't fucking talk! Jesus! Hello, I'm Connor O'Toole, and me and the woman welcome you to Connor's Place, authentic Irish pub in the heart of the city. It's so dark in here that it feels like a fucking cave. Might as well be a cave. In fact, my woman suggested that we call it Connor's Cave. But then I was like, no one's going to visit a fucking dive called Connor's Fucking Cave. And to be honest, considering our small clientele, maybe she was right. But it's too late now because I already had Gary Heather paint the sign. He's our local sign man. Gary's been part of the community for 50 years over at Gary Heather's Posters and Signs. And this fucking thing costs $780. So I ain't taking it down and I ain't returning it. Connor's Place. It's a fucking pub. Hey, we're back. It's the Marco and Andy Power Hour. I'm here with Marco, who's a cool guy. I'm here with Kyle, who's a cool guy. He just wants some ladies that shoot some guns, and uh, I support him in his... Uh I don't know what you would call that. Is that is your word for that? Gun ladies? Is that a thing? Don't be a bootlicker, Andy. Yeah. I've never even understood what that expression is. So bootlicker specifically know, is, is an army so thing? Bad. Is it, though? Is that what it is? I don't know. I'm guessing, you know, it's someone that's subservient and is getting down on their knees and licking. It's like, that sounds more like a thing for people who have a boot or foot fetish, you know, or stiletto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> you lay off the stiletto. Yeah, it's like you're sticking up for landlords. You're a bootlicker. Yeah, anything that's right. like okay, that. That's right. It's like, it's weird. Because when we talk about it in like military context I always just associate you know like boots you know what I mean but I wonder if it started in that sort of context like the idea of your superior officer and like kissing their ass or whatever yeah it's possible because I mean you wouldn't call like someone who like sucks up to the king a boot licker right because the king wouldn't have been wearing boots he would have been wearing what the fuck would a king wear? Or maybe they would wear boots. Sandals? Yeah, the fancy slippers. Depends the climate. Maybe sandals. <laughs> I guess it depends where this king is. Don't forget what I said. If you're from Texas, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the king of Texas. All right, so do you guys go and uh, and you do, like, target practice and shit? We do, but not as often as we'd like to, because uh, just work schedule. We got a dog last year, about a year ago, and uh, she's been a handful, that dog. Uh, she was a neighborhood stray. Aww. She's a pit bull mix we took her in from a foster family in the neighborhood and we noticed that she was getting a little chunky you know and i was like well it's that covid19 weight and she had a litter of pups inbound and so about a month into it so that was in february of 22 and uh, she had pups and so then was dealing with puppies in the house and uh, (laughs) she was not a very good mom she didn't want to nurse them so we had to find them new homes quickly great community down here we live in a planned development so there's there's all sorts of tech nerds here google facebook whatever uh we're able to take the little pups to better homes and uh 
having to train the dog. And So, uh, how does your dog feel about cops? <laughs> she loves all the attention that she gets. Anytime <laughs> we have some of the other deputies over, she just loves attention. She loves people. Well, that's nice. That's what it's all about. It's also about listening to cool music. So, I'd like to play this track, which is cool. It's from uh, an artist called The Starfighter from the album Simulation. And uh, this track is called Interlude.
And that was Interlude by the Starfighter from the album Simulation. We're here, the Marco and Andy Power Hour. We're joined today by Kyle. He's got a dog. The dog just had a, a bunch of puppies. The puppies have found new homes. Cold brew coffee. Did we talk about the steeping bag for the coffee? Oh, a steeping bag. You know, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, whenever I do traveling, I always have to have my mug with me, especially in an army environment. As a warrant officer, I have to have my coffee mug. And I'm not going to drink hot coffee because you put in those Yeti kind of mugs. It's just going to stay hot all day. And it's like, well, I can't. This one burn my mouth. So I got into these little steeping bags. And I'll just pour a bottle of water, put the bag in there, get up in the morning, throw the bag out, and boom, I've got myself coffee before everybody else has even gotten to the chow hall yet. Ooh, the chow hall. How many ounces are we talking in that mug of yours? Uh, I think it's a 24 or 30 ounce. I, I don't remember what I bought. Ooh, that's a big fucking mug. Never enough. I always just need the biggest mugs. I've never liked the little tiny cups and stuff. Like, my grandma used to be really proper about what cups you were supposed to use at what time. You know, it'd be like, oh, that's an orange juice class for breakfast and stuff. And I'm like, I just drink everything out of a giant mug. Because that's always what I want. Like, just, I want the maximum uh, stuff. Well, playing espresso machine, I, I will use the little espresso cups if I'm just having an espresso in the afternoon. And whenever I'm drinking the espresso, I don't know why, but I always think back to Scarface when Manny and Tony are there in the cantina across from the club and Manny's just drinking the espresso late at night real slowly. And I was like, yep, that's me right there. <laughs> yeah, man. They, they, they had some big dreams looking over at the Babylon Club. And like Tony knew that one day <laughs> he's going to get shot there. <laughs> that's something I got to watch again. I've not watched Scarface I, I, I in a while. Still don't under, I still don't understand the whole peanut man, fat man in the club. You know, <laughs> I, I understand the assassin, but it's like, I fucking love that this character. No one. It's never, it's never been justified. Like just, if I went to the Babylon club, there's just this dude dancing around to like Frank Sinatra music. And like with this weird mask on, like, I would just be like, what the fuck is this? Like, unless they're just assuming that the entire clientele at the Babylon Club is just fucking so coked out that, like, they're just sort of mesmerized by this. <laughs> if I was there, I'd just be like, what the fuck happened tonight, dude? Like, there's, you know, like, fucking uh, Belzer was on doing stand-up comedy, and then all of a sudden this fucking... Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a peanut costume. But it is funny that he gets blown away, so... Yeah. You know, yeah. hey. I wasn't sure if he was, like, there to help guide the assassins, like... Even though I watched it probably like four or five times last year, uh, thanks to listening to y'all's discussions on it before, um, <laughs> I actually got to go watch it in the theater. Nice. That's awesome. Love that movie. It looks so good on Blu-ray. Like, when I got the Blu-ray, dude, like, oh, it looks yeah. so good. The colors are just, like, so fucking vibrant. Like, it is, it is my favorite movie, I think. 
I mean, obviously, it depends what mood you're in. You know, like different movies for different time periods. Obviously, there's sometimes where I'm I'm more in the mood for you know like Back to the Future or whatever. But mm. I just love Scarface. It's just such an awesome movie. It's like my second favorite movie. I think I think it's because it has a complete story. Yeah. Yes, and it like a lot happens, and I love movies where the main guy fucking dies at the end. Like that's just something that I always enjoy. Well, it's kind of like a Greek tragedy in a way because he came from nothing and then absolutely you know like he's built up and 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 you do you feel like oh just fucking calm down dude you've got everything if you just fucking take it easy but he can't you know that's who he is and then everything's destroyed at the end it's such a tragedy you know i don't think there's that many movies where when i actually think about scarface just logically like he is just a horrible like i don't think there's another character in cinema that i sympathize with who is as horrible as him yeah that's true walter white I hesitate to, to even use the word sympathize, really. Like, Walter White... Empathize. Yeah, like, I'm I'm on Walter White's side up until the end of season four, and then that's, like, that moment where... And they did that specifically, like, where you're like, oh, he's a piece of shit, and then... They did, yeah. That's why I still like season four better than season five, because for all of season five, you're kind of like, I don't really like Walter White anymore, <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, season four is amazing. Oh, I know. Yeah. God, it's so good. I love it, too, because it's got all the Scarface fucking connections really as well, is. right? Like As well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Andy, did you ever get into... Sorry, not to change the subject, Better Call Saul. Did you ever get into that show? Okay, I think I'm two seasons behind. Yeah. So I got to go read the Wikipedia to remind myself what season I'm on, and then I'm going to... I'm yeah, going to pick I, it up and finish it. I'm really enjoying that show. I'm, 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 I haven't watched anything, any of the last season, but I've oh, watched... Oh, no, it was great. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's a little bit little bit different, but it's kind of shot the same way and, you know, like a lot of the same characters. Yeah, but. no, it, no it, it is really good. It's like, it's so crazy. There's so many shows, like, and things that are really good that I just sort of, mm. you know, when the season's over, I kind of forget about it. And then it's like, you know, there's been like three seasons since that last one you watched. I'm like, oh, fuck. And like, and I got to go back and <laughs> anyway, listen. It's the bottom line. Marco, you got to play one last song here and then we got to go. I do. I got another Dark Synth track here from Carl Casey from his new album called White Back. Is that 19? Is it, I think it's 19, right? X1X? Yeah. You love this guy. Well, yeah, I do. He's pretty good. And yeah. his music's free. <laughs> and yeah. he lets you use it royalty-free as long as you credit him. I mean, how? what a generous guy, you know? Anyway, <laughs> his new album, White Back <laughs> 19's really good. And the Dark Synth track I wanted to play off it is called Tyrant. All right, let's do it.
All right, and that was Tyrant by Carl Casey off the album White Bat 19. And uh, that was a cool track, and we're going to wind down here, man. we got to wrap up this week's uh, Power Hour with Marco and Andy. So we've been we've been joined all episode by Kyle, a.k.a. Whalen Kasky Geospatial. Is there something you want to say, Kyle, before I hang up on you? Well, not much. I think whenever discussing old movies, I always want to reference like an old movie that kind of forgotten or isn't really discussed and I, everybody talks about the warriors but one of my favorite and i don't know if y'all have ever seen it is southern comfort no i've never even heard of it so i'm googling it now it's uh, from 81 it's got david carradine's brother keith carradine in it oh cool powers booth is a texas guardsman who goes over to the louisiana guard for drill weekend and uh, they end up in a scenario uh, that they piss off the locals and it's a Kind of like the Warriors in the sense they're being uh, chased through the the bayou, but it's a pretty neat horror film, and it's kind of like Rambo. If you've seen parts of Rambo, you'll see some of that in there, but it's just one of those quiet movies that nobody's ever really discussed much, and they even got permission from the alcohol company to use that for the name. Is it on Tubi? Yeah, for free. I'm I'm adding it to my list right now. (laughs) Thanks for the recommendation, buddy. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I always enjoy your recommendations, Marco, because there's just too much good stuff back then, not enough time. There is, and I I mean, there's movies like this I've never even heard of. Isn't it crazy? Like, I watch so much 80s and 70s stuff, and yet there's movies that pop up like people recommend like yourself, and I'll be like, how the fuck do I not even know about this? I still haven't signed up to Tubi. Like, I just have it on my TV. I haven't used Tubi. I generally just hunt around on Amazon. If it's not there, then I just have to go buy it. I, I have to have a physical copy at some point. Oh, yeah. Well, Tubi is actually a great site. Like, it's crazy. Like, there's so much shit on there. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of shit on there. <laughs> uh, but, like, it's free. And, like, you got to watch an ad every once in a while. But, like, half the time the ads don't even work. I should sign up for it, though, because I don't sign up. So I'm going to do that. That's on That's on my to-do list. You should. You should. Then your recommendations get better, too, though, Andy. It will. Like, depending on what you watch, it'll really start giving you shit. That's good, because I, I go off pretty much off that, unless someone recommends something like Kyle just did. And uh, I still haven't... I mean, it's just constant stream of stuff, you know. All right, cool. Well, then I'll do that, and then I'll add Southern Comfort to my list. And also New York Ripper. New York Ripper, too, mate. <laughs> it's not on my Tubi. What? When I looked for it, I didn't. it wasn't there. Oh, that's probably because you're bloody Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it actually is. I don't even know why I'm laughing. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, I'm look. I'm turning into an American anyway. I know. I sound like... Anyway, whatever. Well, you still sound Australian to me. That's all that matters. Um, but look, uh, we got we to gotta go. So, listen, Kyle, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, well, thanks for the awesome music and banter. Y'all have been super helpful over the years, all through my Army stuff, my long drives throughout Texas and America, so it's really been helpful. Where I'm going, I might be doing some driving, so I might uh, have to just keep listening to the back catalog of Beyond Synth. Because I don't know how many hours there are right now. I mean, if there's like 350 episodes, and even if they were at least one hour each, that's... I think 701 hours is what I have on my phone right now. (coughs) What? Jesus. Holy crap. Yeah, that's just 322 episodes. I haven't downloaded them all yet. Look at that, man. That's fucked. A lot of content, Andy. (laughs) That's almost a month nonstop of... Andy Last with Beyonce. Nice. Jesus. And like about like 15 of those days will be just like the exact same sentences. Uh-huh. Talking about Goldeneye and bringing up the same fucking movies. And like <laughs> this, 
Oh, well, whatever. GoldenEye was a good game, though. It is a good game. Listen, uh, it was lovely chatting with you. Uh, tune in next time to Beyond Synth Radio. I don't know what show will be next, but uh, hopefully it'll be very exciting and you'll all enjoy it. And uh, uh, don't forget to support the show on uh, patreon.com slash beyondsynth, like Kyle here, who's a cool guy. And uh, and you can come on and uh, and join Marco and I. So that's the that's the story. Say Say goodbye, Marco. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Carl. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, see you, everybody. Thanks. <laughs> I, I don't know. Why do you always laugh when I say she? <laughs> well, Every time he like, does this, and he just laughs whenever, at me. Whenever, Wait, is it that funny? <laughs> no, it's because, like... <laughs> Every you, time, he just pauses, and then he laughs. <laughs> it's, that's always funny. I think there needs to be, like, a little light to know when you need to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Andy, can we arrange that? <clears throat> we, we don't have the budget right now, okay? That's that's uh, that's future tech. Uh, Kyle, I'll give you the last word. Well, thanks for the opportunity to be on the program here. Um, and I look forward to listening to more of this. And happy trails, y'all. Happy trails, y'all. And that's the bottom line. Beyond Synth Radio is produced by Andy Last. Check the show notes for more information on the musicians featured on the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by listeners like you. Consider supporting Beyond Synth at patreon.com slash beyondsynth. Thanks for listening.